This week, we discuss why Walt Disney World is better than Universal Studios. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun. Whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports and rankings to help you get the most of your time in Florida. Whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Our website is sunshinestatepodcast.com. Our Twitter handle is at Florida Podcast. And you can email us at contact at sunshinestatepodcast.com. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind. Welcome to another controversial episode that hopefully won't have any more arguing and dirty looks shot across the table <laughs> and you looking like, you're wrong, you're wrong. And I, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, last week we got we had a moment in um, our What Is, Why Universal is Better Than Disney episode, which we knew going in. We were like, this is going to be a controversial episode. Right, but I didn't. I didn't realize you were going to be so wrong about things. I'm not wrong. <laughs> Fast pass is, the, is bad. And we're going to get into it again today we because it's are. on my list again. Is so it really? It is. So we're going to argue again? We're is that, argue is that again. what we're going to do today? We're going to argue? That's what we're going to do. That is what we're going to do. That's so, the plan. So last week we did how reasons why Universal is better than Disney World and maybe not why the park is better per se, just what things that we think they do better, re, right. little things that... We think make it a better experience. Things that thinks that Universal does a little bit better than Disney. Than Disney, yeah. And today we're going to talk about what we think Disney does better. Yes, and there's quite a few. Quite a few, yeah. I actually have, like last week, I was saying, I know Disney. There's some Disney people who are really personally attached to Disney, and I've talked to you people. Take it as a personal insult. Oh, if, yeah. I, I've talked to people at Disney World. I remember being up on line for a water slide at Typhoon Lagoon. I want to say. And somebody asked me up there if 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 Universal was a good park or something like that. Or, oh, you've been to Universal? Is it good? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's great. Like, I've never been. I don't want to go there. Like, oh, oh, hey, you're, <laughs> lo- right. you're lost. <laughs> yeah, Just exactly. So, yeah, there's people like that. But yeah. I, we, we like both. As we said last week, as long as you're entertaining us, we're happy. Yeah. So we don't care what you're what your brand is and like you were saying harry potter is at universal and that right there that right there is it's gonna you're gonna have my heart man disney's getting star wars pretty soon but what passes have i been jonesing to get disney disney yeah that's right so um harry potter may have my heart but um but disney's got a piece of it too So, um, why don't you start first? Because I think that you have more than me. Yeah, we each have a list here that we kind of came up with independently of each other of what things we think, what 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 Disney does better than Universal, or reasons that Disney is better than Universal. And we haven't shared this list with each other yet. We're going to do it right now for the first time. So yes. each of we can kind of. I think some of these are going to be the same. Probably. Like last yeah. week, we each said have some overlap. We each said that we thought that. The parks, the Universal was better because it's a little more compact. It's easier to travel around. It is. 
Um, what else did we agree on? We agreed that... We agreed on Harry Potter. We agreed that Harry Potter was great. It was like probably the best land of anything in any Florida park. It's just, the, the, it's just a great deal. And also... In fact, we agreed on everything. Um, you just had you had a few things that I didn't think about, and I had a couple of things that you didn't think about, but we agreed on everything except the line part. Well, yeah, you violently disagreed with me <laughs> that the line said you... I said that you... I li- don't feel like it was that violent. <laughs> vehemently, I, maybe? Vehemently. I said the lines at Universal... Universal are shorter, and the reason why is because FastPass Plus at Disney World has made all the lines longer over the last couple of years. And I vehemently de- disagree. And my reason, my reason being, maybe if we you shouldn't get into it again. Well, I don't want to argue. Wanna, if you want to hear the argument, go back and listen to last week's episode. If you haven't, if you already listened to it, we're not going to do it again because we don't want you to have to put you through that. <laughs> uh, yeah, go and listen to the last one. But my quick, my quick thirty-second recap is: the, the good rides fill up, so people. Oh my get gosh. fast passes the next one. Again? I know. I need to. I, I got to get out of my system. <laughs> Just go listen to last week's. Don't let. It, don't make him say it again. Because honestly, I don't want to hear it again. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon doesn't want to hear it again. She doesn't want to hear me whine and complain. So I'm not here to whine and complain. I love Disney World. I love Universal. All right, go ahead. What's your number one? My number one thing. Okay, so last week I said there was one specific thing that I'm going to contradict, contradict myself yeah. on, uh-huh. and this is going to be the first one. So I said that last week one of the reasons I said that Universal is better than Disney World is that they do a better job keeping their parks current. They're not afraid to blow up old stuff and replace it with new. Yes. And they're always coming up with new uh, new attractions and they seem to do it faster. Like you'll get new rides at Universal a lot faster than you'll get stuff at Disney. And I said that's a good thing. It is. At Disney, I'm going to take the opposite approach and say that it's a good thing. That they, that they have nostalgia. They do rely on nostalgia. <laughs> and they are things that are timeless. And there are things that are, you can't touch. And there are things that you can't blow up. So I don't, I'm not saying one's better than the other, I guess. I'm saying that if you want they something each have their benefits. current, yeah. So, it, like, imagine- I would be really bummed if, like, if they got rid of It's a Small World, I know a lot of people would be upset. I personally would not be one of those people. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be thrilled. It's not like, get rid of that ride, like yeah. I am, like, with Shrek. But, um, but... It wouldn't bother me, but I would be I would be genuinely sad if they got rid of Haunted Mansion. And I think oh, a Haunted, lot of people... Haunted Mansion you can't touch. I think a lot of people would feel that way. And Haunted Mansion's an old ride. It's been there a long but time. But it's still perfect. It's perfect. Like, there's it nothing is. you it's can touch to make perfect. it any better. There's, so, I mean, that's just an example, though. Yeah, you can't close down Haunted Mansion. You can't close down Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. You can't close down Small World. Small World was really like the original ride. That was a, yep. a World's Fair in New York City ride that spawned everything from there. So you can't even get rid of that. I'd even be sad if they got rid of the Carousel of Progress. Carousel of Progress is another one. I, I would not be sad if they updated it, though. They do need to the update The last it. room is the future of what it looked like in the 90s. Yeah. Right? It's just... Yeah, they need to update it for sure. But um, but I still love it. I think it's so fun. Just the way that it, you know, you move from room to room. And I, they need to they need to figure out the dog situation because it's not possible that do- that dog lived for like 80 years. Well, do you think the same guy looks the same way with the same mustache for 80 years he, too? He aged a bit. Well, he aged a little bit. I, I don't know. I'm a big fan of Carousel of Progress. I, I, I really like it. I, I think it definitely has its issues, but... Um, but I'm a big fan. My personal canon for that ride is that he's some sort of t- 
time traveling narrator. Okay. Like he's just kind of showing you everything, and the dog is going with him traveling through time. That's that same dog. That's interesting. Right? That's I an mean, interesting point. He's like of a time traveling narrator. Except that everyone re- refers to him as dad throughout the whole I thing. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, the go whole on. family are time traveling narrators. So nostalgia. Yeah, I mean, you can't blow up. You can't blow up. Haunted Mansion, you can't blow up any of those rides really at Magic Kingdom. See, Magic Kingdom is the ride where everything is timeless. We, I've taken, I've gone the on the park where everything is timeless. You, I can't go on. I've been on Pirates of the Caribbean when I was a little little kid, and now I'm like an adult with, Space with my own kids, and mm-hmm. I take and they, so they've seen the same stuff that I've seen. Yep. So Magic Kingdom is the park where really they can't touch much in there. I mean, Splash the Hollywood Studios they they updated a well, lot. Well, there's what I was gonna say. Like Hollywood Studios and Epcot seem to be like their playgrounds now, where they're allowed to do some stuff. Especially Epcot. Like Epcot doesn't really have like this the identity it used to have. It used to be Future World. Yeah. And then the future caught up to Future World, and so it became 1990s World. So right. now they're using that as the place where they can. Don't forget Animal Kingdom too. Animal Kingdom, I feel, is pretty static. Like it's Animal Kingdom. If you want to get off the theming too much, Pandora kind of really pushes the theme because now you're going into like a sci-fi direction. Yeah. But Animal Kingdom, they can add stuff too as long as it stays on theme. Epcot, like Future World, which is the front part of Epcot, I feel like that's kind of becoming Disney World's sandbox where they can. Put okay. new things in there. They got rid of the dinosaur ride, Ellen's Energy Adventure. They're putting in a a uh, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy ride in there. They're adding a Ratatouille ride to France. They are, I bet you, I've heard rumors that they're going to add Coco to Mexico. They're going to retheme the Mexico yeah. boat ride as Coco. I don't know if that's going to happen for sure, but I remember when that movie first, we saw the first trailer for that. I leaned over to you in the theater. And I you said, did. I bet you they're going to turn the Mexico boat ride into this. You be- did. Because that was your idea fr- because from fro- the beginning. Frozen. They did that to Frozen. Yeah. They turned Norway's boat ride yep. into Frozen. So I'm like, that's they the did. next one. They're going to do that. So Epcot's sort of become their little sandbox where they can kind of play around and have fun. Hollywood Studios, too. But Magic Kingdom is nothing. Yeah, t- everything I see, on there is untouchable. I see what you mean. Well, I wouldn't say everything is untouchable. Well, there's a few things I would definitely get rid of. Um, But... But I think that you're right. I think that the nostalgia has its has its charm and its benefits, and and there's definitely something to it. And I think that the constant newness of Universal also has its benefits. Yeah. So I can completely see how you're contradicting yourself here, um, and I I could easily you know be right there with you because they both do have their pros and cons for sure. Now they haven't. That's not to say they've never made changes to Magic Kingdom because they added that whole new fantasy oh, land. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, years ago now already, they took out the submarine ride, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Yep. I don't know. I don't know if people were angry about that. I, I There probably was some people who were upset. If I could change anything there, they are adding a Tron ride. So they're, they're adding on They're adding on stuff. They're adding on a Tron roller coaster near Space Mountain. If it were up to me, if there's any one thing I would change there, and we had a whole episode about this back in the day, things we would get rid of, and I still agree Tomorrowland Speedway oh, yeah. needs to either uh, go or be radically updated. It needs to be completely renovated. I think that they should keep it. I think that it's a great ride. It just needs to be completely renovated. It needs to be all electric vehicles. Yeah. They need to stop gassing everyone out that works there. Completely agree. It's but to- we've talked it's about Tomorrowland with like 1950s era race cars. Get rid of it or change it. Make them electric cars. All right. So mine aren't in any particular order. Um, but... 
I'm trying. I'm trying to decide which one I want to go with. Which, if I want to save this I'm one, I'm trying to look at my list. And if see I want to do it, I know you're this have. one first, or if I want to save this one for the last. So I think I'm going to do it first because it really, to me, is the biggest thing, the biggest thing that Disney does better, and it's a huge thing. Okay. It's it's ginormous. Right. It's it's, it's your feeling. There. Yeah, it is the happiest place on earth. Oh, when I said right, I thought you meant it's ginormous. Like that was your oh, thing. Oh no 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 no, <laughs> okay. that's not it. No, this 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 part. It's the happiest place on earth. You can't put your finger on it. Okay, so it's just it's just in general the overall um, atmosphere there. Everyone, every person there, every time you get off a ride. They act like it's the first time they've seen someone all day yep. long. They are so happy to see you. And you know that they've seen 8,000 people prior to you. And they're not really happy to see you. But, well, that's... but they're amazing actors. And, and it's such a huge part of Disney's identity that you are super important. You're the most important thing to them. And you feel it when you walk in the doors. This is number two on my list. That's number two on my list. Yeah. I have, it's I wrote, huge to me. they it's, have the Disney magic and it gives you the warm fuzzies. When you walk in there, 100%. you don't get the warm fuzzies at Busch Gardens or Universal. You definitely don't get them at Busch Gardens. I mean, you, you have fun at Universal. You have fun at Busch Gardens, but you don't get that feeling the warm like they fuzzies. care about yes, me. They yes. want me to be happy. The people are cast members. Yeah. They're not just employees at a theme right. park. They, yeah. they go out of their way to try to make and that, your day the best. That little whatever it is, you know, the the je ne sais quoi of whatever of that feeling that you have when you go to Disney, you can't put a price on that. You really, I mean, that really makes everything better. It makes your whole day better. It's very difficult to um you know, have a rough day at Disney World. Yeah. And I, I think that I've seen other places, like people say, you know, the th- something that Universal does better is you're allowed to have a bad day there. You don't yeah. have to be happy all the time. Uh-huh. Why do you want to have a bad day well, at a theme park? I think I read that too, that you're not pressured to have a good, you're but not pressured to like have a magical like day. It's not pressured though. It's just like, it's just happens. It just happens because... You know, it's like I always think about that Samantha Brown episode where she, uh, Samantha Brown was a, um, she was on Travel Channel, Channel, yeah, and she always went to different hotels and places, and and we really liked her. She was had a really fun personality, um, and she she went to to Disney and she was staying at a hotel and somebody said have a magical day to her as she was like checking in or something, and she's like, and at first I thought, kind of felt like oh, that's so cheesy, but then I thought, you know what? I will. I will have a magical day. <laughs> I will have a magical day. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, and it's so true. It's like I'm going to have a magical day, and I'm excited about it. You yep. know, I 100% agree. This is num- This is this is right towards the top of my list. That yeah, it just it's, has it's a, a huge special part. vibe when you walk it in does. there. It does, and that it's it, you can't put your finger on it. You can't like you can't quantify it, but it's a huge part of what makes it so special. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally agree. See, we're not arguing already. <laughs> My next one that I have here, again, maybe I'm going to... How can you argue when you're at the happiest place on you earth? Can't. Even a bad day at Disney World is better than a, a good, day, at good work. day everywhere else. Yeah, for sure. So, again, this might be a little bit of a, of a one where I contradict myself a little bit. Again, okay. I, probably a lot of it. Because the last one we said that Universal, one of the things we liked was that it's a smaller 
property and that everything is kind of squished together okay. so, so you can move so from, it's ginormous. from one to the other. Yeah. The one that you thought I was doing last well, time. Well, the fact that it is really large, it yeah, it is a pain to travel from one park to the other and get on the monorail and get on the ferry and get in your car and park and, and do and all this that. This is on my list as well. But, but the, the fact that there's four parks and two water parks You have means more rides, more options. Way more stuff to do. Right. Yeah. And Universal's got a lot to do. It does. But as a past member, when we'd go out there, we're, we would be like, well, let's... Let's, uh, what park you want to do today? Let's right. go check out Epcot. We'd hang out there. So you never really get tired of it. Like there's always something new to do. Well, not only that, but they have, they, they're so good at, um, and at creating layers, right? So you can go and spend two days at Disney and try to cram as much as you can in and see all the high points, but you can also have a year long pass and go to the same park, you know, 50 times and on your 49th visit you're like let's do sorcerers of the, yeah. of the magic kingdom the card and play game. this card game throughout and we're not going to ride any rides today but we're going to have a blast because there's all these little easter eggs throughout the park that i had no idea that were there that's that's really cool or I spend mean, a day looking for hidden mickeys yeah there's or... there's just all kinds of different layers at at all the disney parks and and it it's the kind of place i always said like Whenever I would, we would get, you know, passes to like Bush Gardens, for example. I, Bush Gardens is a great park, and I really enjoy it. But after I go a few times, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, yeah, you don't I'm need good. to go all over and over. I never get tired of Disney. I never get tired of Disney, and it's just, it's, it's just because they have so much depth to their entertainment. It's not just, oh, go ride a roller coaster. No, you could go ride a roller coaster, or you could play some hidden game that you didn't even know existed. Or even just, like we said, the property is so huge, it's the size of a city, that you go out there and let's walk around one of the shopping areas, restaurant areas. Let's go yeah. check out what the lobby in the, the one of the hotels looks yeah, like. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's it's great. It's, it, that, it is ginormous. It is huge. It does take time to travel from place to place, but it also, you know, greatly enhances your experience overall. You can go there and that is your vacation, which yeah. a lot of people do. And a lot I mean, of people do that. I think yeah. a, a lot of people do that. They never leave property. They yep. get on there and that's it. So, um, my turn, right? Uh, yeah. Um, so, my next one is kind of twofold, okay? So, it's about the rides, so we talked about how the rides at Universal are kind of for older teens. Yeah. And, <coughs> excuse me, um, how they have, you know, roller coasters and a, adrenaline junkie kind of things. And then Disney has some of the more gentle rides, although it also has really great adrenaline junkie, fa- you know, roller coasters as well. So it has kind of a wider variety of rides, right? It also has... in that sense I think that it has kind of like a greater accessibility so it's going to be it's going to have rides for little kids it's going to have rides for you know people who are looking for some kind of adrenaline it's also going to have rides for your grandma you know or your great grandma who they're like well let's just ride the train today you know that kind of thing you know or they want to take their grandkids and enjoy it but they don't really want to go ride a roller coaster you don't really have as many options at Universal like that as you do at Disney the other thing is that Disney World and I don't know how they do it or what 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 the plan is but their rides are more accessible to more people too in the sense that like at Disney and at Bush Garden I mean not Disney um at Universal and at Bush Gardens if you're too tall or if you're a little chubby or you know that kind of thing they're 
there are rides you can't fit in at yeah, Disney and at yeah. Busch Gardens. There isn't a single ride that you can't, I mean, at Universal and Busch Gardens. The ride, I can't um, think of a single ride that anyone has ever had a problem with at, um, in no matter what group we're in, whether they're a really tall person or, you know, they have a few extra pounds on them, there's nothing that they can't fit in at, at Disney. Space Mountain might be a tight squeeze for some folks. Or even tall. Gringotts at Universal is I'm is a little. It's me. It's almost like I'm almost too tall for that ride. Like I'm. Yeah, I love that ride, but I'm I feel squished in those seats. Like I need some more leg room. Well, and like um at Kumba at Busch Gardens, for example. I know we're not comparing Busch Gardens, but that's just another example for me. The way that the shoulder hits the shoulder harnesses hit me, my ears bang against the the shoulder harnesses, and I I can't ever ride that ride because of that. So. You know, it's just, I don't know how they did it, but all of the rides are designed in a way that not only are they great for multiple people, multiple ages, multiple sizes, but it's it's just more comfortable, I feel like, you know? And there's a lot more just chill out rides there. Like sometimes... I, I want to hang out on a 20-minute boat ride and look at some vegetables growing in, in Epcot's yeah, living absolutely. with the land. I just yeah. want to get out of the sun and just hang out and yes. not be banged around on a ride. And right. I love roller coasters. I love thrill I rides. But sometimes I want to just hang out in a, in a nice yep. chill-out ride. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I like that. That's like goes back to our variety of, yeah. of stuff. Yes. So one thing I have here, again, sort of it's going back to rides and attractions, is that... Disney World has a definitely they rely more on like physical rides and real environments whereas Universal has a lot as a major this is something that comes up a lot it's a major criticism people will nitpick on Universal a lot that a lot of their rides are 3D screen based or motion yeah. simulator based mm-hmm. I know that you nitpick on that yeah, a lot yeah Disney has a couple okay like Universal has Simpsons Fast and Furious Minion Mayhem Jimmy Fallon Transformers and Spider-Man to an extent uh, Harry Potter again to an extent those are all sort of mm-hmm. motion simulator ish yeah. rides or you're looking at a 3D screen where Disney has the only two that I can think I mean there might be more here but the two that come up to mind are Soren and Avatar and but both of those are excellent. Excellent. They're almost better than anything Universal <laughs> yeah. in that realm. Like, you've got Simpsons, which is really, really fun at Universal. Yeah. But then you ride Simpsons and then you go on Avatar and it's like, well, whoa, that thing feels like Blows a carnival away. ride now. Yeah. yeah. Blows away. So, just the the real atmosphere, the real environments that you go through. Yeah, you're, that's you're, true. You're in Toy Story Mania, which has screens, real... but you're shooting, but it's like the real environment around you. Yeah. And the Slinky Dog ride we saw. There's real. They built yeah. a real roller coaster. And, yeah, exactly. And and I really like that a lot. It's the, more tactile. Right. Of you're in a real world instead of looking at a screen. Yes, like Universal's got not, a lot of screen rides. So. Yeah. It's definitely not. It's not like a, a virtual reality situation. Yeah. The, the old school animation or the old school animatronics that you're yep. looking at in Pirates of the Caribbean. It still Even works. Even like little rides like like the Winnie the Pooh ride, you know, when you're driving through there, there's actually a Tigger, a giant 3D Tigger that bounces yeah. out of a bush, you know, as opposed to it happens on a screen, yeah. you know. Well, oh, you're wearing 3D glasses, so he's bouncing out of the exactly. screen. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, so I like that a lot. You're right. That is that that is something that Disney does really well. And their and their animatronics are always like pushing the edge. The, the new Avatar boat ride. Mm-hmm. We've said that boat ride is yeah, a little disappointing. Maybe it's a fun ride, but it lasts fairly short. Yeah. But it's beautiful ride. It's a beautiful, beautiful ride. The, the colors and the and the yeah 
the animatronics in there are gorgeous, and they've got that huge animatronic at the end who sings. It's gorgeous. So they do such a yeah, good job with, with those environments. And the queues, like walking through the queue. That's true. And Avatar, incredible. Although Hogwarts is just as good, I think, when you come to mm, building a real yeah. world. Yeah, that's true. Um, That's a good one. That's a good one. I didn't have that. Next on my list is uh, the characters. Okay. So... Characters aren't at Universal Studios. They got a few Marvels, but not. They got like Spider Man. Yeah, you're right. They have a few of the. They have a few of the Marvel characters in that area. There's some minions walking around. But they don't really have the characters that Disney has. No. Um, and Disney really kind of plays up that these are celebrities. You know, these are our real world. You know, celebrities that. You know, they have autograph books that you can buy or bring their own autograph book and get your autograph you know the autograph of mickey or buzz lightyear or whoever and you can meet these people you can take pictures of them i mean we took the kids once to um get a picture with uh what's his name um the giant uh oh oh the big robot guy uh uh, from big hero six yes um, oh shoot! What's his name? I know exactly what you're talking about. The, he looks like the Michelin Man, the big white um, Beta how, Baymax. Baymax. Yeah. Thank you. I was like, how are we not remembering his name? <laughs> and he was he was giant. He was like probably it was a really cool costume. A really cool costume. He was at least I would say nine feet tall, eight or nine feet tall. Really big. Really you know giant. The kids hugged him. He was like a big balloon that they hugged. You know. I mean, it's like. It's real world come to life. It's kind of like the Harry Potter. Yeah. The reason I loved Harry Potter so much was it was like it was like imagination come to life. Well, that's how it is at Disney, and they do a really good job with it. You know, I mean, like the the characters who play Elsa and Anna, and the characters who play Cinderella. I mean, they're really in character, and they really look like them too. Right. They do a really good job with that. Universal does have some of that. I know I've seen like Marilyn Monroe impersonator walking around and I've seen like the Doc Brown guy walking around Scooby-Doo they do have some of that but they're more like impersonate they're not you just they're they're not part of the show as much like they don't try to pretend that they are the real Mickey Mouse or the real Donald Duck well and the other thing is that Disney Disney is much more geared toward younger kids so when those younger kids see those characters at Disney it's much more magical you know than at Universal where it's more geared toward teens and adults you're like oh that's cool there's you know there's There's, Doc Brown yeah Um, but Woodpecker. Disney right at Disney it's like oh my gosh there's Elsa I have to go see her, you know. It's like you the kids think that she really is Elsa and and it's there's this magic to it. So I, I think that I know we've talked about in the past about how, you know, there was a some interesting information about how Harry Potter was possibly going to be a Disney a Disney product. Yeah, and they told her they, no. They 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 wanted a Harry Potter. They wanted a Harry Potter character cuz Disney has characters walking yeah. around the park. And they were like, "No, there is no Harry Potter character. It is Daniel Radcliffe as Harry Potter. That's it." You yeah, know. Yeah. Um, that was the deal breaker that caused Disney World to not have Hogwarts yeah. and have the Harry Potter stuff. Yeah. And I I, I kind of that kind of makes me sad a little bit cuz I think it would be awesome at Disney, but it, it's it's awesome totally at Universal too. I totally see her point too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I completely agree. I wouldn't want anybody to be Harry Potter except Daniel Radcliffe. But, um, but I, the characters that they do at Disney work really well, and I think that it it adds a certain magic to the parks as well. Yeah, especially for the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Like that is the real Mickey. So this is sort of one of mine. Is it kind of piggybacks on that a little bit? 
And I think that at Disney World, as opposed to Universal, the shows and the entertainment blow them out of the water. Completely different level. This was totally on my list. Completely different level. This was the next thing on my list. So, yeah, you've got at Disney World, when you're at Animal Kingdom, they've got the Finding Nemo and the Festival of the Lion King shows. And both of those are like Broadway quality shows. 100%. At at um, Hollywood Studios, you've and, got uh, Little Mermaid. Little oh. Little Mermaid. Oh, at Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios is yeah. is where Beauty and the Beast is. Um, Indiana Jones stunt show at, uh, at Hollywood Studios. All those are excellent. Mm-hmm. At Universal, the shows they have are just they're fine. They're either, they're either fine or they're dated. Like you've yeah. got the 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 Sinbad stunt show. Mm-hmm. <sighs> uh, I, I, I can't that even. One. I don't mind that one so much. Um, I remember. Does anybody know about it? It's kind of hidden. It is kind of hidden. I, we only saw it once, and I was I was actually surprised by how good it was. I it, thought it was pretty good. This, it did remind me a lot of of Indiana Jones, um, just with the fire elements and all that stuff. But um, it took me a while to warm up to it. For the first five minutes of it, I was like, "Oh, this is really bad." And then no, I didn't. The longer it went, I kind of liked it huh. more. I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was pretty good, actually. Um, one, the one that I show that I did think was bad, and I have a, a very vivid memory of one of our friends saying oh i didn't realize this was gonna be bad oh no um, you're gonna talk about beetlejuice beetlejuice yeah that i was know a-, a lot of people liked that show a lot it lasted a long time yeah it was bad uh, <laughs> <laughs> that might be an unpopular opinion i didn't really care about it one way or the other i thought it was okay but yeah i remember our friend because <laughs> uh, I, I i wasn't aware this was terrible it sorry was, it was a little cheesy <laughs> but like universal the shows they they have the animal stunt show it's fine it's fun to see i mean i'm not i don't believe that that's the real lassie that's coming out there to, to say yeah, hi to the crowd or, yeah, but or the cool. real frank the pug i mean i know again that's like it's cool it's not the real mickey mouse either but yeah and then the one that i think really needs to go that still are hanging on to at universal is the fear factor show it's just i thought that they were getting rid of that i keep hearing rumors that they're getting rid of it and it's like they just need to finally get rid of that show because i don't think it's open very often because it's just um fear factor is not relevant anymore like at all yeah at all so get rid of that thing replace it with something or, or expand harry potter but the just the entertainment the shows at disney i completely 100 percent agree it's the, on my list too the street performers you're walking around animal, the animal kingdom and they've got guys playing mm-hmm. music the parades and then they've got the quartet yep the quartet and then the one big one is the end of night shows that everybody has yes the fireworks over the castle the magic kingdom yep Fanta- every park fantasmic at, yep. at, at Hollywood Studios is great amazing, amazing. Yep. Um, at Animal Kingdom they don't have fireworks because it'll probably freak out the animals but they do have the new lighted the L- Lagoon boat show, paro- yeah. parade and mm-hmm. they do projections on the tree which is incredible yep and then at epcot they've got the illuminations where they have all the lasers and all the fireworks going off and so it's like a nice little it sends you off on a happy note like a, with that said though universal did just come out with yes. a new um end of night show over there the lake cinematic celebration cinematic it looks really cinematic good cinematic spectacular it looks really good it does look really amazing yeah. it does um lasers and video projections on water and fountain shows that's you know kind of resemble the bellagio fountain show in vegas we talked about um it looks like it's, it's excellent looking a little bit like the illuminations at epcot but with water cannons where there's fireworks and lasers yeah. and and stuff being projected it looks fantastic great. has some of that oh fantastic is excellent fantastic it- is the best show i think in 
Disney World. It's great. It's incredible. Yeah. But it, I mean, I mean, it has some of that projection on water kind of stuff. Yeah, you're right. It does. It does. It does. And the boats and Mickey shooting fire out of his hands. That's a great ride. A great, great show. Great show. Um, so my last one, I don't know if we really want to get into again. It's about the lines. Oh, uh, are we going to argue again? Is that what we're going to do? <laughs> I, I don't think we need to argue. I, I think it's just safe to say that I think the fast pass is is a positive and you think the fast pass is a negative. Um, you have to pay anywhere from 35 to $60 for an express pass at Universal Studios. Um, now they are supposedly doing virtual lines now on some rides, which that makes me happy. It's, but otherwise it's just not even an option because I'm not going to pay extra to get through a line faster. And at Disney, I don't have to pay extra to get through a line faster. My thing, I see it, like I said before, if you're coming in from out of town and this is your big vacation and you want to make sure you get on certain rides without having to wait in a super long line, I definitely see it. And I like Fast Pass the old way with the tickets. Mm-hmm. Like I said before, is just it feels like it creates a trickle-down effect. When all the good yeah. rides go first and the second-tier rides go, mm-hmm. and before you know it, you got a long line for everything. For The standby line becomes yeah. long for everything. That's my main complaint. Maybe I'm wrong. I'd love to see we'll actual to numbers on that. So, <laughs> Did you have any more? Um, yeah, I've got just one more for okay. this. And it's that, so the rides, we were talking about how new attractions come real fast at Universal or at Disney World, they come slow. Like the, they don't really build new rides all the time. Right now, there's a lot of stuff going on, which is yeah. why we don't have our passes right now because we're waiting for them to yeah. build new stuff. So, and it's not even like they build one, it's not like they build one ride. They build like a world yeah. around a ride, you know? Like it's like an entire experience within around that ride but you know right like think about toy story land toy story land you and the new star wars land star so wars edge, yeah, avatar at, uh, galaxy's edge um even kong was that wait is that kong universal is a universal that's right next to uh, jurassic park oh okay yep. i'm confused but they have when they do build a ride what i'm going to say is disney they build their rides new attractions slower like there's not they don't come out nearly as often so you can you can spend your day at a park and then come back three or four years later and everything's kind of similar fairly the same there will be new little things but there might not be any major new attractions but when they do they put so much thought and so much effort and so much technology into every new ride that they come out with and nuances and nuances that every one that they do come out with is spectacular like and just groundbreaking like Avatar that new Avatar ride is one of the best rides I've ever been on ever I I agree we waited three and a half hours to go on it but it was one of the best rides ever. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, the first time we ever rode on um, the Snow White ride, um, what's it called? Uh, Seven Doors Mine Train. Yeah. So the first time we ever rode on that ride, we waited for, what, two hours it to long, get on it? It was about 90 minutes, yeah. And when we got off the ride, I was like, that was completely not worth it. I mean, it was just, it was, I was annoyed when I got off the ride <laughs> because it, I felt like it wasn't worth it. I waited... The first time I waited for Avatar, I waited, I think, an hour-ish. And then the second time we waited, what, two and a half, it three hours? It was a hours. long time, yeah. Because um, it was the day it opened. Both times, I was I got off the ride and I was like, that was so awesome. It was so amazing. That tells you how amazing that ride is. Because, again, we have established your wait time directly affects how your satisfaction of your experience. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I think that you're right. I mean, they do... They don't do it halfway, man. They yeah, go all out. The ride, they don't build new stuff as fast as Universal, but when they do, they go like 
completely crazy. Like the new Avatar, the new Star Wars looks amazing. Mm-hmm. They've got the new Toy Story Land that just opened yep. about a week or two ago. Looks amazing. The new Seven Dwarves Mine Train, which has been open for a couple of years. It's a really good ride. You didn't like it the first time, but you've come I to like it. it. You've, I loved you've it. warmed up to yeah, it. Yeah, I did. I really enjoyed it the second time I rode it when I got had a fast pass. And you know <laughs> this new Tron at Magic Kingdom and the new Guardians of the Galaxy at Epcot are both going to be amazing. amazing. I hope. Yeah. I mean, there's always a chance for a stinker, but... I think that I when they build a new a new thing, I have faith that they know what they're doing. Yeah. Where at Universal, yeah, they come up with stuff a lot quicker, but then you get stuff like Fast and Furious, which a lot of people are not really not as happy hot with. on. And yeah. Jimmy Fallon, I've heard a lot of oh, heard mixed reviews. On. I've heard I've heard it's very similar. Yeah, people either like it or. Or, or don't. don't. Yeah, I like anything, really. <laughs> I'm just glad it replaced Twister because Twister was getting I old and busted. I like Twister. Yeah. I, was, I was a Twister fan. Um, well, guys, let us know what you think. If Have we forgotten anything that you think Disney does better um, or that Universal does better? We definitely want to hear from you guys. We really appreciate you listening. If you like this podcast, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts and share us with your friends and family to help us grow. Follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Florida Podcast. We would love to hear from you. Search Sunshine State of Mind on Facebook or YouTube. And be sure to check out our website at sunshinestatepodcast.com. We'll see you guys next time. See you next week.